we did not say he will be the rainmaker. What did we say? He is, he is the rainmaker. I, I, I watch out for, for divine signals. There is something he asked me to talk about and the song came. He is faithful. Let us not project him into the future. Because he is not going to be, he is. Let it that cometh unto the Lord believe that what? He is. Not that he is going to be what he will be, but he is. And that he is the rewarder of they who diligently seek him. Hallelujah. So those who are seeking the Lord do not pray for things. They take. Those who are diligently seeking for him, worshiping in his presence, waiting on him the way we are waiting on him, we don't pray for things, we take them. We can intercede. I have been saying this over and over again. We can intercede. Our confessions must not be future. It is now. And there's a particular passage that the Lord wants me to get through a little light on. I'd like you to look at Isaiah chapter 10 and verse 24 to 27. I will say a few things and then concentrate on 27. Therefore, I says the Lord God of hosts, O my people that dwellest in Zion, be not afraid of the Assyrian, For yet a little while, and the indignation shall cease, and my anger in their destruction. Yeah. And the Lord of hosts shall stir up a scorch for him according to the slaughter of Midian at the rock of Oreb. And, uh huh. So shall he lift it up after the manner of Egypt. Yes. And it shall come to pass in that day. Thy burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder, and his yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Glory to God. Please have your seats. Amen. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Who are they that dwell in Zion? Those who are the family members of God. The beloved, those who have received Christ Jesus and are called the sons and daughters of the Most High God, they are the ones that dwell in Zion. You cannot operate against your nativity. So, Christo Moa, Okanyankupon. Zion is not a temple. It's not a physical structure. Zion is a people. 
God's own people. And he said, those who are in Zion, shall come to pass. Now, when you hear of the Assyrians, don't begin to look for them again around here. Just like some people have been looking for, for, for Persia in Ghana. That when you pray, when you pray, the, the, the prince of Persia holds down the answer if at your age in the Lord, a Christian who has the Holy Ghost in you, you still believe that the answer to your prayer can be held down by a prince of Persia. You need fresh salvation. In fact, you are not saved at all. what the whole thing is all about. I've talked about this over and over again. The only person that can stop the answer to your prayer is yourself. No devil. Jesus said, when you ask anything according to in my name, if you ask in my name, you have it. What did he say? If you do so in faith, and you don't have any doubt, you surely have it. So when you say, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, there's no demon from anywhere that can stop the answer. The only demon is you. Our lack of faith, our unbelief. We show something today, and the next day we, we chop it off. We are the ones. So stop looking for a prince of Persia. He is not here. Don't pray that prayer in this church. Not even by accident. Hello? Uh, you, are, you, are, you, you have been praying it eh? in your homes. Here I have not heard it yet. And I won't hear it. We were praying before. When we were ignorant. But not now. Hello? I did be a Christian, a woo, a G, a C, or a man, you know. You're in sign and cohon toka and copemba. Isaiah was a great prophet. God showed him things ahead. And he prophesied. And most of his prophecies found fulfillment in Christ. Others got established even before Christ came. There is nothing, no prophecy in the book of Isaiah that we have not seen. So don't read that book with a future in mind. The law and the prophets are all fulfilled in Christ. In Christ, they are yea and what? Amen. And you have friend but he gives you a picture. For you to be able to appreciate the enormity of the things that you are going through and the weight upon your life and what Christ did for you on the cross and in the grave and when he ascended that the Holy Ghost was sent to us 
that those are things we should focus on, we should understand them. So don't be praying, don't be praying prayers that will not profit us. Christo, ni wuo, ni wu sorye, emma yonko ni mdiye, ewa obonsam, eni na kwa yinina eso. Enya afeni ye sanyi ababeko. Yana ye pesi ye chile bibise, ye sum nyami ye, nti ye si ye ni ye ni nyanko pon ye tintam. Mo tintam ane hen pa na ukura. Woni nyanko pon tintam ane ukura ni nana so ukura ni nsa. Many of Bonsam ADSC or Bonsam no Hifa. When God said it is finished, it is finished. And let's know that one. Now, a reference was being made to the battle between Israel, part of Israel, and, and the Assyrians. And this battle was led by Gideon. The anger of the Lord was assuaged by the sacrifice of Christ. God is no longer angry with you. God is not holding any scotch to beat you up. He silenced the devil not to allow him to come before him again. Before then, Satan could appear before the gathering of God's children. But now he can't appear. Why? There's a blood that speaks. And as we are gathered here, the blood of Jesus is speaking. Hallelujah. Our eyes are not seen, but the blood is being sprinkled wherever we gather. There's a sprinkling that goes on in the realm of the spirit. It doesn't give room for the devil. Now you see, Satan rides on fear. And knowledge is a great tool to unseat fear. If you don't know, what you don't know may be the one that will kill you. We can't be here. This is the 11th day. We can't be here doing this. And then Satan too will be hanging around here. No. No. That we now have to look at how we can fight the devil. No. Then what did Jesus do? This thing, this passage we just read, had its immediate address and had its messianic address. The immediate one was for the people that be around that time. But for you and for me, it's messianic and Jesus came to finish that one. He came to pacify God with his blood. When he took his blood by himself to the presence of God, the Bible talks about it in Hebrews, the blood was sprinkled in heaven because sin had operated there before when Satan rebelled against God. And that needed to be wiped out. And this is what Christ did. Maybe very soon we'll set one month apart to teach some of these things. 
in normal parlance, we say knowledge is power. The same thing applies in the realm of the spirit. In the realm of the supernatural, knowledge is power. Not just knowledge, but experiential knowledge. The knowledge that you believe in and you put to work. There are two different things. That is vanity. But when you know and you use what you know, that which you know will produce what it carries. For yet a little while, and then indignation shall cease, and my anger in their destruction. That's long ago. Is Jesus coming again? To come and fight again? To come and die on the cross? Jesus, Obabeu, Ebiwana, no. Nyoyeyen was complete, perfect, and whole. He did it once and for all. It's not going to repeat it. Hallelujah. It's not going to repeat it. So let us have the understanding and believe in what God has done, appreciate God, and walk in the power of it. Now, you know, we quote this scripture. It's only verse 27 that people quote a lot. When the Lord opened my eyes to this, I used to talk about it from that, those who belong to Zion. If you are not there, 27, does not work for you. If you are not there in 20 what? Is it 24? Yeah, 27 doesn't work for you. Satan has every right to eat you raw. And nobody can stop him from doing that. There's no joke about it. It is not to make you fear. But it is this. So I'm it doesn't waste time. And I will check your background. We'll check your way. We'll check in Nyama. Now the way he's pumping himself everywhere and destroying you, making you feel very uncomfortable. It is time to rise in knowledge and in truth and go for your arsenals and begin to use them. Don't let Satan hold you in bondage. When you are free. Amen. He that the son shall set free is free indeed. So we say that we that the son has set free, we are free indeed. No more chains of slavery. But if you are still in slavery under the torment of the devil, then you are not sure of your freedom. Several years ago, a man of God preached a message and I've never forgotten about it. He said, will your seat be empty? Will your seat be what? Empty. He purchased freedom for you. But are you a partaker of the freedom? But I'm in church. Church. What is church? Indeed, if you are not in Christ, you are not part of the church. You have been attending social meetings. And if you are born in Christ Jesus, born of the Spirit of God, 
you are a child of God and you belong to God's family, Christ has taken care of the things that the enemy was holding against you. The sin question was settled. The day you lifted your hands before the saints or wherever you were and told Jesus, I surrender myself unto you come into my life, that deal was done. And Satan knows it. He does what? He knows it. Most times we are the ones who don't know what we have. So he takes advantage of our ignorance and deals with us. Satan is not fighting you. He is only frightening you. Are there two different words? How many of you know um, what do you call it? This Egugu, what's the English name again? Masquerade. How many of you know masquerade? Now, now you see, Pastor Dave is here now. When you see him, you smile and greet him. If he enters the office and changes the smoke and put on something else and now cover his face with something that appears now, you will, you will, you will be stared. Oh, true, true. Some will jump. Go through this side. Why? His identity can no longer be, no longer be assessed. You don't know him. That's what Satan does. He comes to us to frighten us. He has no power to fight us. Hallelujah. Growing up, we were afraid of, of, uh, of, of um, ghosts. So much, especially those of us who were in the villages. And um, there were two towns, one town after mine, very short distance. We related a lot. But there was a cemetery, in fact, two cemeteries, one from our end, the other from the other end. So you walk on that route at night, the tendency is that you are going to meet ghosts. And then we'll be walking there in the night holding stones. Now, are you going to stone ghosts? <laughs> so sometimes you are alone, but you'll be singing and be talking to an unknown person around you. You want the ghost to think that you are many. You know, and we were doing that seriously. You, you'll be going the night, you'll, meet, you'll hear somebody talking and using another voice to answer. Yes, you'll meet that is one person that is coming. It's just one person who is getting an impression that they are, they, are, they are many. Okay, would the ghost be afraid of your number? But, but where is the ghost? Now, go to cemeteries. People sleep on the, on the tomb. They eat there. In fact, some are even cooking there. Where are the ghosts? People have come to understand who a ghost is, so they don't fear ghosts again. They said ahead of I don't know if it is true. That there was a competition. Who will be able to go to the cemetery at night. Around 1, 1 a.m. Go to the cemetery. The only evidence you will show is that you are going to drive a nail into one, um, one tomb. 
to an, so that it can be seen in the morning as a testimony. And the one man said he would do it. He said, what is this? You know, ghost, someone's way there. What are you So he took the nail and went to the cemetery. And you know, there, uh, it was all this rapper thing that you don't have control over. Now it was time for him to move. When he moved, now the cloth wasn't following him. He said, jam in twenum. <laughs> Leave my cloth. And, and the thing was not responding, so he said, running. He left the cloth there and went back. Now, when they followed him to the cemetery, the nail. Cowards die many times before their death. Fear is the devil's major tool. If you are still operating the future, that he will do this tomorrow, between now and the future, you will die about ten times. That means whatever you are doing, you won't succeed. And you are afraid. What Jesus did was final. He is not going to repeat it. You are saved. Because you ran to him. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous ran into it. And he saved. Strong tower. I call it a strong moving tower. So when you are in it, you are protected. Wherever you go, you are inside the tower. You are where? Inside the tower. Obi entume how I was sir town mohun tawada. Now when you go to North Kanishi, you will see some of the silos that were built in Krumah's time. Heavy concrete. They've been there for so many years. When they wanted to put some of them to use, it was difficult chiseling the, you know, the, the thing. It, pure concrete. It was prefab. Prefabricated thing that they used. It's solid, very strong. That is what human beings can make. So when the scripture says the name of the Lord is a strong tower, it is beyond the language of men. It's beyond what? The language of men. It's when you run into it, you are saved. Hallelujah. So when it is happening around you and it's in the name of Jesus, then the tower begins to operate. I like that one. In fact, as far as I'm concerned, it's a glass tower. When you are inside, Satan sees you. But he can't do anything against you. That's who you are. You are defended on every side. Heavily protected. You are not under anybody's bondage. So the scripture says, Woe, curse is the man that puts his what? His trust in man, the arm of flesh. And that is the reason why you must not live your life under the influence of any human being. Men are raised to help you. You appreciate them. And you pray for them. But they don't become your God. Hello? If I had my way, nobody should help me. Because sometimes I appear to be a bad person. When you help me and you want to control my life, 
I react. I'm naturally a rebel. I fight it. It's been like that for many years before I got born again. It has not gone. It will never go. That is me. I fight it. So you don't put me under. Hallelujah. But it is very important for you to acknowledge people that God sent your way. Some of them, their period is just one month. When they finish, they are gone. Don't follow them. Follow the one that brought them. When there's a need, you raise another person. Appreciate them, intercede. They become, they become your life partners. You pray for them, whether you see them or not. But they don't control you. There is only one force at work that guides and leads and can you know, play premium place on, on us and a demand on us and say, without me, you cannot do anything. So you are compelled to be with me if you, can, you want to do anything. You know that one? Good. And that is what he's talking about over here. A time came when a nation came against Israel and God raised an army led by Gideon. Very few people, but they overwhelmed the majority. The masses that came against them. In their moment, one of the days we prayed along that line. They were tired at one point, but they kept on going. Supernatural sin was at work on their behalf. And they got the victory. And they finished the people. So he said, the Lord shall raise a scorch against your enemies. And it will be like what happened to them when Gideon went against them. What happened to them at Midian and at the rock of Oreb. They slaughtered them. But Jesus did the fighting for you. But you don't have to fight again. Yours is rejoice in him and shout hallelujah for what he has done. And believe in him that in his name, that which he did will always operate on your behalf. Glory to God. Now I'm going to verse 27. I'd like you to understand something today, friends. We are born of the Spirit of God. That is one. Number two, we are filled with the Spirit of God. That is two. Number three, the Spirit of God is upon us. Three. We are born of the Spirit of God, not of man, but of the Spirit. And then we have the Spirit of God living in us through our spirit. And we have the Spirit of God coming upon us for service. For what? Service. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has done what? He has anointed me to do what? Glory to God. That is why Jesus came to appropriate. It was a prophecy in Isaiah. That is there in Isaiah 61. It was a prophecy. But he was speaking about a particular person. So when that person arrived, he went to the synagogue at the appointed time. And he was given a scroll. They didn't have a bound thing like this one. Now, so he opened it. 
Why did they give him the scroll that had Isaiah 61? There were no chapters there. Why did they give you that scroll? What led them to do it? Their time of fulfillment had come. That's the reason why your time to shine, nobody can stop it. When it is time for you to shine, nobody can stop it. Indeed, one of the men of God that God gave me along the line of my growth, he said, when it is your turn, everything will turn for you. Everything. They gave him that scroll and he read that passage and he got to a point he stopped there. We have talked about that one before. Now, now we talked about sensitivity that time when we, we looked at this. I said Jesus knew where to stop. He stopped. Now Jesus was giving that scroll because he was appointed to be so. And then he read a portion and he said this day, this prophecy, this scripture is fulfilled in your sight. And then the rest became of the Holy Ghost. And when he was living, he said the Holy Ghost will come. And when he comes, you will be empowered to do the things that I have told you to do what? To do. That's where we come in. So what we are, this exercise that we are, you don't know how much of grace has been stirred up on your inside. It's only when you step out that you will know. So we have the Holy Ghost giving birth to us. We have the Holy Ghost in us. We have the Holy Ghost upon us at three levels. If that is the case, then we should interpret this scripture in the light of that. Satan's yoke is not upon your neck. No. The only yoke you have is your friendship with Jesus. You don't have anything to do with the devil. By reason of the anointing that the presence of the Holy Ghost in your life, every contrariness has been destroyed. So when you sense anything, stand as a general and speak. Hallelujah. Since you know it has been done, if it is coming, it's a stranger that is coming in. Strangers must knock before they enter. And the owner must open for stranger to enter. As long as your door is locked, strangers can't answer except if they are thieves. It says, and it shall come to pass in that day. That day is the day Jesus finished his job. That his burden shall be taken away from off your shoulder. It was taken away. Jesus took away the burden of the devil from your shoulder. The day you got born again, everything about your native nativity, where you were born into, whatever is negative there, came to an end. And I said something in one time, one of these days when we were praying, I said, you have the power to stand and begin a new dispensation that will affect new people. It never born a kosu or busium. I said, no me be a daho. Who? With the Holy Ghost at work on your life, will stop it and begin a new chapter. And that chapter will now become what others will follow. They won't go by the other one again. That should be your attitude. Don't give the devil any chance. 
If that is your attitude, then you should know where to stand. Any semblance, any semblance of what? Of sin. Any semblance of oppression. Don't sit down and begin to look a gentle person. Indeed, you are not a gentle man. You are a man full of heat. You can't be a gentleman with heat on your inside. You are not gentle. You are on fire for Jesus. You are a gentleman. Don't go and confuse anybody. You are not gentle in anything. Let's see sickness coming your way. Let's see whether you are gentle or not. That's why you begin to blow a man of tongues. Now, it is when the enemy begins to make mistakes and you shake your body and begin to speak, then you know that you are gentle or not. Satan, if they born you, will appear here. He said, oh, I thought you were very gentle. I'm not gentle. There is no burden of the enemy over your life. And if there is anything that is hovering around you by the communion today, the Holy Ghost will wipe it out. I was so carried up somewhere when I heard the prayer about the waters coming from the altar. And as I sat over there, I was seeing the, 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 the water coming forth. And rising and coming and rising. And I said, Who can be inside this one and still say that he is thirsty? Who can be in this water that has gone above your head and say that you are feeling hot? Who can be in this thing that goes to heal and you say you are sick? No. But when you read scriptures like an ordinary man, you get ordinary results. There is no burden of the enemy upon your life because there's no contract between you and Satan. Hello? The one between your parents and Satan, they don't affect you. You are a new person. You are a brand new what? Person. You are a new creation. One that had never existed before. Everything about you is new. Whatever anybody says about you is not important. Let them speak anything to affect you. Because you are surrounded by the fire of the Holy Ghost. Don't fear what people are talking about in your life. You are not a failure. Praise God. How old was Abraham when God called him? 75. And God himself told him that he would give him a child. How long did it take? 25 years for that child to come out. Was God a liar? No. He's a God of times and seasons. That you've not been able to enter university now does not mean that you're a failure. That no man has come to the intention of marrying you doesn't mean you're a failure. That the children have not come doesn't mean you are barren. You are not. There is no burden of the devil that can rest and have peace upon your life. Why? Because you don't have substance for it to rest on. You didn't hear me. This thing has substance. So I can put my glasses on. But I cannot put the glass on air. And you are a spirit. There is nowhere for Satan to rest his materials. On your life. And that's how you are shaking things off. I see you are doing what? You are shaking things off. You read, you cannot concentrate. Place your hand over there. Say, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is. This is not right. It's not right. In the name of Jesus, be released. 
Bishop Eboyimer's son was last in class. Last and last and last. He watched the thing and said, ah, why am I watching Satan's film? He carried oil and said, stand here. Said, you are not meant to be last. You are supposed to be the head and not the tail. He said, from today, you're on top. Next exams, from last to what? First. Ah, you are angry. It won't change God anything. And that's how the boy continued to be first. I wasn't a Christian. I was last in class one. Class one from, what do you call it? Term one, term two, term three. Last. They repeated me. I refused to be repeated. I went to class two. First term last. Second term last. The teacher said, if, if you fail again, we will not repeat you here. You will go back to class one. I looked at him. He, I just repeated him. How will you put me in class one? For two weeks. When school resumed, and then I went to class two. Two weeks, me and him were going to class one and back to two. Well, he would take me there. By the time he would enter, I had already come in. He got tired. He allowed me to stay on. Thank God for Jesus. Because he knew me ahead. I beat some eight people. <laughs> eight of them. And then I became, I, I was promoted. Class three, first term, third. Second term, second. Third term, first. Now to catch me became a problem. That was human development. But when it is God, he shoots you out. What does he do? In the place where you are working, God is shooting you out. Your promotion shall not follow normal course. Anything that is stopping your promotion is remove this moment. Because the devil's burden cannot be upon you. In the name of Jesus. Jesus took all those things away. He placed you on top. Nobody can bring you down. In the name of Jesus Christ. As we celebrate him today at the communion. What we are doing tonight is celebration. We are celebrating Jesus. And what he did for us. Wherever you are being said to be a failure. You are pumping up now. Your business is gaining momentum today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Your name has been sinking. They are calling you all manner of names. But after the communion tonight. You are shooting out again. In the name of Jesus. It appears that your light is dying out. Fresh oil comes into your light. In the name of Jesus Christ. Men are laughing at you. They are mocking you. They say you amount to anything. Tomorrow they will see you rising again. Every delay in your life is ending tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ. No more delays in your life. No more delays in your life. No more delays in your life. In the name of Jesus. The burden is destroyed by reason of the anointing. It is not just for today, but the whole of your lifetime. Because the Holy Ghost is at work in your life. And that's how it's going to be. Listen to me, friends. Tomorrow, during the whole night, there will be one strange ministration here. Very strange ministration that I'm yet to place my finger on. <laughs> Glory to God. I'm yet to place my finger on what will happen here tomorrow. But all we are doing is making sure that what he did benefits us. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. We are not using the understanding of men. We are using what is what is saying. And we will surely see it come to pass. In the name of Jesus. Now look at yourself. And say this after me. Call your name. Just call your name. It appears you don't even like your name. Call your name. Say from today. I walk. In the fullness. Of what Jesus Christ. Obtained for me. I am not under control. Of the devil. Everything about me. Is of the redeemed. And as I step out. Nothing can stop me. My business. My marriage. Everything about my life. Takes a new turn today. New life. New impetus. In the name of Jesus. I celebrate Jesus. I celebrate his death. I celebrate his resurrection. I celebrate the ascension. I celebrate the Holy Ghost. Coming upon my life. I am full of power. 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 I cannot be limited. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. 